by so many accounts, Memorial Day started at least partly as an expression against racism because it was initiated by families, friends, and allies of black veterans and people struggling against white supremacy and the rise of the KKK. It was a celebration of the men and women who died helping to fight against the Southern white supremacist terrorists who wanted to maintain slavery in America. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. And I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Welcome in. Today, Cindy and I will be talking about Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Our guess is that most of you think Memorial Day is a day to honor our veterans, those men and women who fought for our freedom and gave their lives for it. We thought that too. Mm-hmm. That's about all we knew about Memorial Day. That's right. But apparently there is more to know. So let's start knowing. <laughs> let's start knowing. So first of all, we need to keep in mind that African-Americans have been fighting for the U.S. since the Revolutionary War. Some people don't know that. During the Civil War, did you know that more than 180,000 African-Americans fought for the Union Army? Wow. Yeah, another 30,000 served in the Navy and 200,000 served as workers in military support roles. We also know that more than 33,000 were killed. Wow, so African-Americans have fought for and obviously even given their lives for this country from its very beginning. Sometimes they were recruited in various ways, but when Mm -hmm. World War I broke out, 380,000 black men enlisted in the army which was segregated at the time, hoping that they would then be offered greater opportunities at home in the U.S. after they got back. They thought that, you know, since they did all that fighting, maybe, you know, the U.S. would accept them more and give them some benefits or care or something. Uh But we don't seem to honor their sacrifices the way white soldiers are honored. Although they're not honored that well either. (laughs) That's true. We have problems. We have veteran problems, but that's for another day. So getting into the beginnings of Memorial Day, if we look a little deeper, what we're learning is that a few years after the end of the Civil War, a group of Union veterans established what they called Decoration Day. That was a day set aside for Americans to visit the graves of veterans who died in the war and decorate them with flowers, hence the name. A retired general, John A. Logan, formally declared May 30th as Decoration Day, and it was first observed at Arlington National Cemetery. So that's as deep as most of us ever get. And honestly, I never even got that far. But but that gets interesting. If, if you go beyond what's typically talked about, our Memorial Day observance can be traced to a series of ceremonies and celebrations actually initiated by freed black Americans after soldiers liberated Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, so during the final year of the Civil War, 
Confederates converted the city's Washington race course and jockey club into an outdoor prison where Union captives were kept in horrible conditions inside the racetrack. At least 257 of them died of diseases and various causes and were buried in a mass grave behind the grandstand. So, but then after the Confederate evacuated Charleston, black workmen went to the site at the race course and reburied the Union dead, giving them all proper burials. And then they built a high fence around the cemetery with an entrance archway that read martyrs of the race course. Really cared about them. Absolutely, they did care. It's, a, it's pretty amazing that they went out of their way to do that. They didn't have to. No, but they cared. Yeah. During the spring of 1865, three years before the official declaration of what we now know as Memorial Day, African-Americans in Charleston, South Carolina, most of them recently freed slaves and also some white missionaries and teachers, they held a series of memorials and rituals to honor the, the very many unnamed fallen Union soldiers and to celebrate the fight against slavery. At the time, that was a really, really bold thing to do. Mm -hmm. One of the largest such events took place on May 1st of that year where they gathered to consecrate the burial site for the 250 Union soldiers at that race course. Yeah, the estimates are that around 10,000 Black people held a huge memorial procession there, led by thousands of Black children carrying roses and singing spiritual and patriotic songs, including the Star Spangled Banner. Hundreds of Black women walked behind the children with baskets of flowers, wreaths, and crosses. Black men, including Union infantrymen, also marched, and Black ministers read from the Bible, and then after the dedication, the crowd did what a lot of us do on Memorial Day. They enjoyed picnics and listened to speeches in the infield. There were also soldier drills and marches. It does sound like today's Memorial Day, and that might really be the first example or predecessor of what we have now. Mm -hmm. It's not really clear where and when the Memorial Day tradition originated, but it sure sounds like that's at least one of the earliest commemorations following the Confederate surrender. Mm -hmm. some, some historians and others believe that this is the beginning of Memorial Day, though, of course, we've never heard of it before because it was pretty much erased from the American narrative of Memorial Day. Right. We heard about it because a professor of history at Yale, Dr. David Blight, found records of these and other African-American commemorations in a Harvard archive. So while it's still difficult to pinpoint the exact birthplace of Memorial Day, like you just said, Julie, it seems fair to say that ceremonies like these do point to African-American origins of the holiday. And there has been proof that they were suppressed by white Southerners, surprise, surprise, yeah. who reclaimed power after the end of reconstruction and interpreted Memorial Day as a holiday of reconciliation for marking sacrifices, air quotes, on both sides Hmm, when we hear that, that phrase recently on both sides, good people on both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. especially the sacrifices of white Americans, too. Yeah, white Americans on both sides. Yeah, You know, that good people on both sides thing. Yeah. Take Whenever they get caught being on the wrong side, that's what they come up with. Frustrating. If getting caught means they lost, 
and had chosen to take an immoral stand against treating all humans equally by siding with the Confederates, that would be right, just saying. Yeah. So black Americans were marginalized as usual and white nationalists literally tried to hide real stories, cover it up and take over credit for the beginning of Memorial Day. This is part of white people claiming everything for themselves, which they do, and appropriating other people's ideas, not giving credit where credit is due. So General John Logan is considered the father of Memorial Day, although I never heard of him. Me either. Yeah. Apparently he was a decent guy, what with the fact that he was very much against slavery and any slave owners who organized mobs to whip and lynch black and white Republicans, which at the time Republicans were the anti-slavery party. And he was a very strong opponent of the Ku Klux Klan. In fact, while a lot of rich white families were paying people to go to war in their places, Logan literally left Congress and went to war himself and was even at the head of a division of anti-slavery groups. But because of his social and professional standing and his whiteness, he's the one that was able to make the first official call for veteran commemorations on May 30th. So General Logan was the head of the Grand Army of the Republic, the first Civil War Veterans Association. And like you said, Cindy, he was also a member of Congress before he went to war. So the Union General John Logan is the one who gets credited with founding Memorial Day as he's the one who issued the formal decree establishing what was then called, and I quote, Decoration Day for decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land. I'm wondering, too, if they changed it to May 30th from May 1st, just because, you know, that would take it away even further from what the Black Americans had done. So you could say, you know, it's something totally different. Oh, it's not that May 1st holiday. It's right. Like totally different. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So we're glad to celebrate that he led the troops to victory against pro-slavery proponents and then headed back to Congress to try to keep slave owners from regaining their power. But then at that point, President Lincoln died while he was assassinated and Andrew Johnson became president. And as president, Johnson actually sabotaged the fight against the rising KKK. And by the way, here we are, another US president who supported the Klan. How did we not learn in all this in all of our history classes? And if you think about it, we had Abraham Lincoln and then President Johnson, you know, someone who was anti-slavery and then someone who was pro-KKK. And then in our lives, we had Barack Obama, our first African-American president, and then in reaction to him, a president who supported the KKK. This was even a little worse because... Johnson was the vice president. Like he became president because Lincoln was assassinated. So like he had chosen him. At least we didn't have that problem. <laughs> Joe Biden <laughs> seems to be doing a better job than Johnson. Anyway, anyway, history does repeat itself in some of the worst ways possible. Maybe that would be less true if we actually learned history in school and it wasn't so whitewashed. Right. We do learn that history repeats itself. We just don't learn history. So, <laughs> so at that time, there was another abolitionist, Thaddeus Stevens, 
And along with Logan, they were clashing with President Johnson, which ended up in a fight for power between the president and the Congress, which uh, the battle came to a head when Johnson fired the Secretary of War at the time, Edwin Stanton, who was directing the military to fight against the Klan. So the president of the US fought against his own Secretary of War, who was fighting against white supremacists. Again, why are we surprised then about what we just witnessed in the 45th presidency? I'm just surprised that we don't learn, but if we aren't studying this in history, then how do we learn it? It's really a disturbing bit of history you just covered. Stevens and Logan and their fellow progressives of the time almost had Johnson removed in an impeachment trial, but he was saved by just one Senate vote. Wow. Of course, this time around when it was Trump, the vote was a lot closer, which is even worse. But it wasn't directly about the previous president's racism. It was his other criminal and immoral activities. But we sort of digress. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it is all relevant to the Memorial Day story though, because General Logan saw that the American people at the time needed to get back to their fight for their ideals for which the civil war against slavery was fought. And this is why he felt Decoration Day was needed. So in the middle of the impeachment against Johnson, he helped work out the idea of a Memorial Day to honor the heroes of the bloody battles of the war, kind of hoping to re-motivate and remind people and get them involved in the congressional struggle for democracy by encouraging you know, celebrations, commemorations, and just get them, get them jazzed up. Makes sense. We need that reminder right now, too, that we all have to fight for democracy. We got to get jazzed up. We got to. <laughs> it makes me think about how throughout the history of this country, there's always been a battle for democracy and democratic values against creeping authoritarianism and racist forces. I like that Memorial Day was founded as a reminder of that. Me, too. The only problem being that I, for one, and I'm usually not alone in these things, did not know that this is what Memorial Day was supposed <laughs> to be a reminder of. Right. But it really was started that way if you look at the history of it. So once Logan declared it a day all over the North on May 30th, 1868, over 150 years ago, Americans marched to the graves of veterans with flowers and songs with children who were orphaned by the war at the center of the celebration at Arlington National Cemetery near Washington. Does this not sound pretty much like what the freed slaves had organized three years prior? Yes, it does. It sounds very similar, except it was at a racetrack. The Decoration Day celebration did help to serve the political purposes of the progressives in Congress. It helped them generate mass support for the fight to reconstruct the democratic politics of America and pushed to bring them back. It helped postpone, at least for a few years, the return of the Southern oligarchy and the overthrow of the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. The question is though, was it partially or wholly appropriated from the commemoration ceremony we described earlier that was held by Black people a few years before in 1865? Well, it sure looks like it. It does. By so many accounts, Memorial Day started at least partly as an expression against racism because it was initiated by families, friends, and allies of Black veterans 
and people struggling against white supremacy and the rise of the KKK. It was a celebration of the men and women who died helping to fight against the Southern white supremacist terrorists who wanted to maintain slavery in America. For years, Memorial Day speeches by people like Frederick Douglass and Oliver Wendell Holmes voiced opposition to slavery and against the suppression of liberty in the South. I like that. Boy, do we need more of that today. Of course, today's racists would also try hard to suppress these Memorial Day ideals as well. There is some evidence to this in that while General Logan is most often cited as the founder, cities across the North and South claim credit for establishing the first Decoration Day, now Memorial Day. Some cities have not only erased the anti-slavery idea of the holiday, but have replaced it with the false equivalency that both sides were fighting a valiant fight. In 1966, former President Lyndon B. Johnson declared Waterloo, New York to be the official birthplace of Memorial Day. Then in 1971, Congress established Memorial Day as an official federal holiday to honor all Americans who have fallen in US wars. And that includes soldiers from both sides of the Civil War. So I don't know why so many, <laughs> Other towns and cities keep claiming to have created the first ceremonies. Like, why does everyone want Memorial Day? You cannot give it to the black people. <laughs> I don't know why everybody <laughs> wants it. <laughs> so really the name Memorial Day only goes back to 1971. And I guess um, it's become just a memorial for all fallen soldiers, but really that takes the heart out of it because it was really about supporting anti-racist efforts anti-slavery. It does. And for too many people today, Memorial Day commemorates fallen American soldiers, regardless of which side they fell on. I don't think I ever thought of it that way at all, but I also never heard of any African-American contribution or even participation in the holiday. Yeah. Key stories of the now federal holiday, like we've just highlighted, in which Black people should get credit at the very least have literally been erased from public memory and official accounts, including the Department of Veterans Affairs. This story of Memorial Day was not only excluded from history books, but it was of course actively suppressed because it's about African-Americans doing something, not white people. The park where the race course prison camp once stood was eventually renamed Hampton Park after, believe it or not, Confederate General Wade Hampton who became South Carolina's governor after the Civil War. That's how forgiving we were mm -hmm. of the rebellion. Mm -hmm. It's horrifying. Yeah, they stayed, they stayed in power in a lot of places. Yeah. We've only been learning recently how many Confederate generals, soldiers, and other deplorable people have been honored in this or so many other ways around the country long after the Civil War was over. Yeah, there's been proven appropriation, erasure, and distortion of African-American history. All the way from presidents, lawmakers, generals, scholars, everywhere you look. The fact that the role of African-Americans is missing from the official records about Memorial Day seems telling, though, at this point, not surprising. At the very least, the contribution of Black people in Charleston has been erased from the public narrative of Memorial Day and deserves to be recognized. Right. Memorial Day also has other very concerning issues today. 
while Confederate symbols across the United States are very gradually being rejected as racist, <laughs> there's also pushback from those who prefer to continue to honor the Confederacy and therefore to promote white supremacy. Some of the officials in Charleston have taken some small steps towards recognizing the city's African-American history. Following a community campaign, the city of Charleston finally held its first formal commemoration of the African-American roots of Memorial Day in 2010. But the history of former slaves efforts to give the union dead a proper burial, which was a very cool thing to do, is yeah. still missing from the park's official online history that the Parks Conservancy makes available. Really, I have to wonder, why wouldn't they proudly put that out there? That the South is really still, in some ways, kind of still Confederate. Anyway, the current politically and racially charged climate that we're having now is exacerbating the existing problems with how Black Americans are treated, both in the military and as veterans. So many racially charged tragedies and tensions set against the Black Lives Matter movement emerging from Trayvon Martin's death to the riots that erupted in Ferguson after the shooting of Michael Brown by a police officer in 2014 and up to the continued murders we've been witnessing even very recently, George Floyd and more beyond, white supremacists have become increasingly bold and public. It feels endless, even since George Floyd, like we can't even tell you how many people because it's constant. It's, it's just horrifying. Yes, it is. So if you wanna learn more about the history of Memorial Day, there's a lot of information online and the Black Veterans Project, which is online, aims to help preserve the historical legacy of America's 2.5 million Black veterans while also advocating against racial inequities in the military and once they complete their service. So donating to an organization such as that might be a good way to celebrate Memorial Day. Absolutely, enjoy your celebrations. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shrinksonthird. Until next time, take care.